0: MMA Roadshow, episode number 463. My name is John Morgan, with me today, a special guest I'm excited to bring in, in, in light of the Super Bowl being in Las Vegas, I am so happy to bring to you an expert in the field who can really help us dig into the narratives behind Super Bowl 58, the Kansas City Chiefs, the San Francisco 49ers. It is... Full-time Super Bowl and NFL reporter, Cole Coffee. What's going on, Cole Coffee?
1: <laughs> oh, man. Feels good. Feels good. You know what it's like, you know, day after day, rubbing elbows with the, the big powers that be. You know, at one point, you know, I, I happened to uh, bump elbows with Dan Marino today. I was like, hey, Dan, what's up, Ooh. son? And he was like, oh, hey, fellow. You know, and uh, we walked by. <laughs> and the other day, yesterday, I was talking to uh, Chris Olave, and another Buckeye alum was in there. You know, just big, you know, big, big things, you know? Uh, No, actually, I (laughs) did happen to walk by Dan Marino while I was walking out one of the exits, and Dan Marino is huge, boy. He's big, a lot bigger than I thought. Really? I mean, I knew he was big back in the day, but he's a big boy. But uh, he was actually one of the ones that kind of, I didn't even say starstruck, but when I walked out, I was like, oh shit, this damn Marino. I was like, dude, that's a legend right that's there. A, that's
0: a legend right there. That's yeah, a that, legend. I'm
1: that, like that's a legit legend. Um, so, um, no, it's cool. It's cool. But yeah, I mean, it's just something different. But you know what's funny is, um, like what we said before, we're, we're in the MMA bubble. I know MMA guys. If I see an MMA guy, I'll know who it is. Right. In a lot of other sports, and NFL, I don't know. No You know, clue. like you'd say some names. I'm like, uh, a lot of guys are like that. I'm like, that guy looks familiar. But in football, everybody's wearing a helmet. Right. You know, and, and unless you're really following the stuff and you're seeing post interviews or something, I don't know what a lot of these dudes look like unless I'm, you know, I don't follow a lot of them on social media. I don't do any of that sort of stuff, so I don't know who they are. At one point, they brought Max Crosby, and I'm like, that dude looks familiar. He's for the Raiders, you know, know. but I don't really follow the Raiders stuff, but we were interviewing him, and I was just like, I was like, why is this dude for me?" And they're like, "Uh, that guy's on the Raiders. Like, I should know. I'm like, (laughs) and? (laughs) And? Like, uh..." I'm like, y'all don't realize. I'm like, "I, I offered to shoot some stuff for Raiders Wire like a year or so ago, and they were like, well, we're not really doing video. And I was like, okay, that's weird. But I was like, okay, well, if you're not going to ask for it, I'm not going to push for it. So maybe if that happened, I would be more in tune with the Raiders uh, beat. I think next year I am going to maybe try to reach out to shoot some more of that stuff. Yeah. So we'll see. But uh, honestly, like the energy in the place is just kind of crazy, man. It's it's buzzing. in there in this radio row, there's some of the major uh, – outlets and stuff that have like big booths and we happened to be right you know i could throw a rock and it would hit the pat mcafee booth where dana was and some other people um but then there was like this big um uh, pft i can't remember what it stands for but a a few of the bigger outlets on the outside and stuff so that was kind of neat um but on the inside it's just table after table after table and small little backdrops we don't even have a backdrop on ours because most of the team flew out but um dude it's it's uh it's bonkers man it's uh but the energy is it's it's very unique i got there at like eight in the morning i think i rolled out of there four ish for something like that and uh it's definitely tiring but uh man it's uh it's it's a buzz it's it's definitely a kind of a rush it's kind of a little sort of crazy but for me the best of best of all things i've just been shooting i've been shooting and uploading dude like that's my shit i'm you like oh you want me to shoot? You want me to just shoot and just upload it? Uh, okay, cool. I can do that. So, dude, I'm loving life right now. So it's kind of cool working with some of the uh, the USAT team. From uh, most of them are from the uh, New York office. So, but so a lot of them live out of Jersey. There's a couple over there there um, from like the DC office, and then um, one reporter's from Denver. That's out there or something. So it's pretty cool, man. That's it's awesome. pretty cool. But uh, yeah, it's a nice switch up from. The UFC Norb. So instead of doing the media day, which you did today, yep. I was at Radio Row doing the Super Bowl stuff, and uh, I got one more. Um, tomorrow will be my last sort of covering during the Super Bowl, and then I'll be go back to the, the MMA beat for Friday's weigh in and then Saturday uh, fight night. And unfortunately, I did not. Uh, there's limited tickets per outlet, so I did not get one of the the uh, tickets for the Super Bowl. So I, I, like most other people, will be watching it uh, on TV on Sunday.
0: Oh, so, wait, so some of the people do get, like, if you're just on Radio Row, some people do get tickets to actually go to the game?
1: Well, a lot of the people on radio are like the reporters. Yeah. You know, that, that would actually be there actually writing stories and doing other little sort of stuff. Right. So, um, but, yeah, as for a particular outlet there's they're limited on how many um actual tickets to the the press box you've seen like just like in the the ufc events um a lot of times we might have multiple you know junkie guys in town but if there if there's if we reach a certain credential threshold the ufc or so whoever might just be like sorry i can only give you so many credentials for fight night or whatever but during the media day or during the media events, all the stuff that nobody cares to really go to, we can give you plenty of credentials, you know? <laughs> um, whereas, like, Rady Rose, a grind, man, um, lots of interviews, lots of other stuff. You have PR people just walking around um, trying to get their guys in. If there's an opening, they're always coming by and like, hey, is there any openings? Can we get so and so in? Can we come in and plug this and this and this and this? So, a lot of the, 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 players that are coming through are there on the dime of somebody so one of our shoots was um shooting some of the the football players up in a big setup at bounty so bounties there so they're wearing their bounty things bounties is like giving wings out to like media they're having their little paper towels their bounty paper towels but bounty grab is the was the ones that were bringing these football players and then media was make then the pr team for bounty would reach out and say hey what are your openings blah 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 then you'd set up. So I'm shooting a shot at uh, the bounty booth with <laughs> a helmet that has bounty on it, two paper towel rolls of bounty on the in the shot, and this other kind of stuff. And part of you are just like, this is ridiculous. But that's how the interview was set up was through these PR firms. So on the radio row, you're seeing um, these different athletes and stars and legends, whoever, getting sort of walked around by these PR people just go into the different booths where they have things set up. It's not like a say like a media day for um a UFC event back in the day where uh, everybody just sort of stationed there and then either the media went around or old radio rows where you have a table and they just walk the people to each table. Right. There's hundreds of tables. So there's no way that they would ever try to walk anybody from table to table to table. Right. So this is part of how they would do it. They just sort of reach out in advance. So um it's pretty cool i mean it's so unique it's different it's the first super bowl that i've I've done a draft thing that was here in town but i've never done the super bowl but it was uh it's very unique man it was it's been a fun sort of learning experience to how they've done it um but honestly uh i definitely feel honored that they kind of were like hey you know we're coming can you come help us you know and they've been real grateful and gracious you know me being the kind of um uh perfectionist them i'm like is my shots good? Are you good? And I'm like, what are the fe- what's the feedback I'm getting? They're like, no, everything's good, everything's great, blah, yeah, blah, they blah, got blah, no blah. Feedback, bro. But <laughs> I'm still like, you know, I'm just like, still, I'm like, Are we good? Are we good? Are we good? Are we, good? Are we good, you know. Um, but it's been a trip, man. Uh That's awesome. it's been a trip. And it's it's been a, a, uh, uh, yeah, it's been very cool.
0: Has it been Mandalay Bay where everything's set up? Mandalay Bay, Mandalay Bay for, love, for love.
1: everything. There's been other stuff sort of spread out, but Mandalay Bay and uh You know, it's funny, like coming, we used to go to the Manly Bay. Love that property. All the time. Love that property. All the time. You know, and so it's like going back there was like, it was like, hello, old friend. And then seeing like all this other stuff. Dude, the NFL is legit, like in their sort of setup. So when we get there, um, it's down in the the, the media workrooms down in the old. Bayside rooms, the meeting rooms on the bottom, right. but where the actual radio row is back up on the level so like say, you know where the food court is in the back towards where like the shark reef and stuff yep. that new, ex- like the big extended area back there is where like the radio row is in the part that where they built when they took over part of the parking lot and stuff and they end up building the, the convention center further out that way That's where like this radio row is. But we can't just stay on the the upper floor and walk over there. You have to go down the escalator to go through the security where they're x-raying your bags. Anytime you leave like the cordoned off area, if you go out into the main casino, you have to go back down through the escalator, through the security again. So they're legit. They're tag your bags. But once you're down in there and then, you know, you go up into the radio row, you're good. You can go between media work row. The media workroom downstairs and up in the media row, but the NFL—they're um, legit, dude. And this, this, this and the—and part of it, I think, we'll say the the Mandalay staff, how they—they they have it very well staffed. They're they're really good on pointing everything out. Um, and part of that, it, why it's so good, is that there's a lot of them. There's a lot of people pointing it out and a lot of other stuff. So NFL has spent a ton of money to have uh, people coming in, and you you talk about we talk about. F1 and the economic impact, and you know the, all these jobs that they're going to do. You could literally see the jobs that have you know came from this, from just the different staff that have been brought on for this sort of stuff. And uh, man, it's it's pretty legit. It's uh, it's pretty amazing. And uh, last night's media night party or whatever it was, okay, ridiculous. Now
0: see, uh, that's that's where I was going with everything, <laughs> right? Because first of all, let me just say it is cool. The energy in town is building. Uh, you can definitely tell, like, people are coming into town. There's signage all over the Strip. I yeah. mean, it seems like every property has some Super Bowl branding, and, you know, there's Chiefs and Niners logos everywhere. The stadium itself is all decorated and lit up and all that. So it's cool, man. It feels big. And, obviously, the Super Bowl is, like, I mean, it is – I mean, it's got to be, like, the most iconic U.S. sporting event at this point, right? I mean, it's, yeah. it's uh, what else is big? I mean. It, it, Outside yeah. the World
1: Series, but I mean, like I think the Super Bowl dwarfs the oh, World I Series, think the Super right? Super
0: Bowl dwarfs the World Series, right? now. yeah. I mean, I, I would I would consider the Super Bowl to be the quintessential. American sporting event, like the biggest one of the year, so um, it's cool to have it here. And obviously, uh, very clear that we will be in the rotation moving forward with the Super Bowl uh, here in Las Vegas. You got to imagine, you know, obviously New Orleans is still in the mix. Uh, Miami's yep. always in the mix. Uh, SoFi in LA is always going to be. Is New Orleans one. the next one? Uh, I'm not sure. I don't know what the order is, but I, but I, you know, I mean, you, you know those handful of stadiums that's going to be big. You yeah. know, Vegas is going to be in in steady rotation, but but yeah, I mean, you know, I, when I when I said hey, full time MMA Super Bowl <laughs> reporter, it was not because I assumed you were enjoying the shooting of the activity <laughs> at mandalay bay i was seeing some Which of the I social do. Which I, I, do. <laughs> I, I was seeing some of the social media tweets of this party that was going on what is this i mean we get excited every Dude. now and then when like uh, the usc rolls in like 12 bud lights and a pizza for us to split <laughs> and they're like bro here you go we got some treats for you and we're all Dude. like oh we'll just tear these pieces of pizza in half and split these beers and we'll be great i'm going to take uh, this
1: whole box of pizza. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) and hide it in the front row so we can
0: splurge. Uh, But uh, no, it seemed like this thing was like, I mean, is this one of the nicest events you've ever attended in your life? It seemed like it was insanely over the top.
1: And it wasn't, and I don't think it was just purely the NFL and like a media party because there were some people that were there um, that had done charities in town that were, I think they purchased tickets to go to this party. So it was a mix of like a media mixer slash... VIP party thing, and outside, so outside on the, um, outside of the, this big giant Grand Prix Plaza, which is like associated with the F1 building or whatever, or it's like the F1 headquarters or whatever, um, they had tons of like uh, the Asian um, restaurants here in town that had little booths outside, and it was all free, you could just walk up and you get a little sampler, and then you just move on your way, and they had a stage there, and they were giving, I think there was a proclamation for one of the Asian American organizations here in vegas or something they got a proclamation um from a state senator or something so that was going on the stage outside um while all these booths because they weren't ready to open up all the levels inside of the of the the actual f1 facility because there were three floors there was a ground floor where they had like cool like old shelby's and cobras and all these cool just amazingly cool cars the second level was was music and food and was decked out, like, all, like, sort of lounge Vegas act. And, like, I, I was going to take some pictures, but they were also very worried about, like, credentials. They didn't want to have any pictures mm. in the credential. And, and plus, too, I was starting to get my little drink on, and I was like, I don't <laughs> want to put something up that's going to embarrass <laughs> myself. So I was like, let let's just keep your phone in your pocket and enjoy the party. Right. And on the third floor was more of, like, what they called their modern era Where they had like more like EDC sort of feel, like it was brighter lights and LED lights the the second floor was legit the the vibe was amazing when we were there they had this like really cool jazz bar band playing they had different like game setups like where if you want to play poker or roulette no money just like fake whatever yeah, yeah. but they were handing out all this free food by the time i got to the second floor i was absolutely stuffed because i ate at like every booth outside <laughs> and then they come by with these giant meatballs and all this other stuff and i was like oh my god yes let's do this i you'll get a kick out of this so when we get in on the ground floor we find again, there was like, because people were like, we'd see people walking around outside with like these glasses of wine. I was like, where's the alcohol at? Where's the wine? at?" They're like, Oh, if you go inside this doorway here, there's wine inside there. And there's some uh, free other alcohol. And then at seven o'clock, the upstairs opens up, blah, blah, blah. So I go in there and there's these line of like these wine glasses that are already pre poured. And I see this woman sort of pouring out and I go over and grab one of the red wines. I'm like, Hey, this looks good. It was about maybe it was one of these big wine glasses. So it was maybe about a fourth of the way full or whatever. Right. Me being me, I was like, well, I can just grab two more of these other glasses and pour them in, (laughs) or I can politely walk over to this young lady and say, Hey, and I just straight up went to her. I was like, Hey, I'm, I'm, Gonna, just to be honest, I'm gonna either grab a couple more of these and pour in to, to my glass, or <laughs> while you're filling up, can you just can you can you top me off a little bit? And she's like, Oh yeah, sure, honey. Oh <laughs> yes. So, so she just poured me. So she filled me up a nice proper glass. Right when I walked in, I was like, I'm just gonna be real. I was like, There's all these wine glasses. They're they're like just barely filled. I was like, I get what they're trying to do. They're like, civil people to come in here and just enjoy and sip on the wine where i was like hey it was cold outside can i can i warm up with some boi- some alcohol real <laughs> you're
0: like, quick you know? you're like, hey uh hey sh- uh ma'am i'm actually mma media if you know what i'm saying and she's like oh gotcha sir let me top got you ya. off right now
1: <laughs> she's like here let me crack open another one for you and hey, then in proper, I, I
0: respect that i would like to applaud that i respect well you're it. gonna
1: get you I channeled my John Morgan when I got to the second floor because as soon as we got to the second floor, I had my glass of wine. I'm like, I'm feeling pretty good. Uh, and then I looked over to the right and I saw the bar had this drink that had tequila in it. And I was like, well, I still have this really full glass of wine because I re up by that point. Uh, I was like, uh, should I just double fist? Should I order this tequila drink that looks really good? And so I did. So then yes. I was double fisting yes. and then they're still trying to walk up to me offering me food i was like unfortunately both my hands are, are, are covered in alcohol i can't take this food you're offering me but thank you very much you know so for a good stretch of the second level when we we're walking through i was literally let me sip a little wine okay let me go back to this tequila drink yes. let me sip a little wine and yes. let me go back to this tequila drink uh and, and it was at that point i decided i was like let me just hide my press pass here real quick i don't want anybody seeing my name because i'm looking like that guy uh but it was incredible they had That's awesome. dancers you know just beautifully i'm like beautiful beautiful uh like when vegas brings out girls to do like the marketing and promotions for like oh. organizations and oh. parties they bring it yeah. so this second floor they brought it they were dancing along and there was this great jazz band that was playing they were singing and they were the, the dancers off the side were dancing to it dude it was it was such a vibe i was like dude i could live well, in this second listen, floor it was so good
0: the band always sounds a little bit better when the alcohol is free you know what i'm yeah. saying you're like is this the that greatest is true, but band but no they I've were ever?
1: legit they were good they were a really good band but you're right you're right you know uh and it's funny, as a as a musician that used to play, we always felt like we played better when we drank as well. So I'm sure we sounded better when everybody was drinking the same. But they were, no, they were, like, legit. They had, like, three-piece three horn section part of it, drummer, keyboardist, uh, a male singer, female singer, uh, bass, uh, guitar. It was, like, a full-on jazz band. It was really, really good. But, dude, yeah, by the end... Uh, yeah, it was funny. I was full. Of, my belly was full. I had a nice little buzz. I was like, uh, after life, like maybe two and a half hours, end up leaving. I was like, this is proper. This is this is yeah. perfect. I was like, if I stay here any longer, I'm gonna get a I'm gonna have a hangover tomorrow. I'm gonna right. get shit faced. I was like, I want I don't want to be that guy because I was bumping in. you I bumped into people from the MGM. I bumped into uh, Linnae and some of the UFC staff. Nice. You know, and other stuff. I was like, okay. You're out in public. Settle down. I was right. like, I haven't been out drinking in a while. And then part of me was like, I can still do it. I can still do this. But, dude, like I, like I said before, hangovers in 2024 feel worse than uh, 2023 as I get older. <laughs> so I was like, let's not do that. And I know I had to be back at Radio Row at like 8. I, I ended up getting back up there today at like 8, 8.30. So it was getting up at like 6, and I was like, let's let's not go let's too hard. It. But, now, but dude, it was fantastic. I mean, kudos to the NFL. I have never seen anybody. And, and again, I will say I don't think it was just like a media thing. I think it was a combination to something else and with these VIP and these other people that were putting it together. But the whole spectacle itself, I mean, I, I saw a little bit of the Blue Man Group um, do their thing. I left right before the Jabberwockies. Was going on to do a little thing like these wow. are legit performers yeah. here in town like and like so all the people that were like major acts, you know. So, yeah. um, dude, they spared no expense, man. It was I can only imagine um, what the the bill would be for what they oh. put on uh, that last night. That's it was the, unreal, uh, unreal.
0: NFL money is is real money. Now,
1: did you it, like that picture of the sphere? that I put. I know you would. Did you see the 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 picture on Twitter? I put on the, um, from the sphere.
0: I don't think I did from the sphere.
1: No, of the Spear. Oh, the what sphere. was it?
0: What was it? No, no, I don't think I saw it. I they put know.
1: a giant um, Super Bowl ring on it, but it wasn't just any old Super Bowl ring. Oh,
0: I did see that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It
1: was the Dallas Cowboys. I was like, why is it the Dallas Cowboys? But I figured you would get a camera because I, I know you're a Cowboys that boy.
0: That was but, awesome.
1: Uh, dude, that ring was amazing. Like The sphere, like... The stuff they put up there it looked so good but that ring was it was blingy as all get out. And, and then did you hear about the dude today?
0: Oh, well, I was going to ask you. Was that before or after the dude started scaling the sphere today? That was like, the, how,
1: that how, was before. That was today, that? I think.
0: Yeah, that was today. I, that was nuts. I saw the guy. I saw, actually Metro uh just tweeted not that long ago that they arrested the guy. So I'm sure I imagine he people He needed are to get arrested. That was
1: it was it was too dangerous and it was just ridiculous for what he was doing and I would hate to see more people try to copycat what he did and if people don't know what we're talking about some dude scaled the sphere today and had a gopro on was like i don't know if he was live streaming it or whatever and he was supposed to be doing a charity for a homeless
0: woman or a, a women's charity i, I want to say women's maybe charity or something i, I want to say maybe a pro i want to say maybe a pro-life charity maybe i believe maybe i i i, I didn't see that, it but I, he was trying to raise awareness for for we're trying to raise some money and raise some awareness for a cause but yeah to do so he scaled the sphere um, and and yeah, I was I saw Metro tweeted earlier that um, they they have arrested him, they've charged him uh, with you know a couple of serious uh, serious crimes, and I think it's exactly what you said is I, I think they want to send a message that like hey don't take this don't casually is like yeah like it's like oh well you know because it is a pretty easily accessible building to be honest with you the, the where it's built there's not a lot of security around it
1: yeah and when they what they were showing how he was getting down I was like is that that's as easy i'm like that you could just scale it like that i mean like it didn't look like it was i mean it didn't look like it were like there were footholds it just looked like that the way that the outside cage of it or whatever looked yeah. just looked scalable or something but dude it just looked like if it was slippery like the guy would have could have easily slipped off the thing Falling, and, and, and could have died like it was ridiculously dangerous um but yeah that's just it's just crazy i mean but i mean if you guess when there's this many people in town somebody's going to do something but um but regardless uh yeah man, the severe man when they do stuff they do stuff big but yeah when i saw that ring last night i was like i gotta take a i gotta take a picture of that but i figured you i figured i you did would get see it, that one on i'd that.
0: forgotten about it by the way here's what uh las vegas metro police tweeted that uh he was arrested today, and they just put for climbing a structure in the 200 block of Sands Avenue. That would also be known as the Sphere. He was booked yeah. into the Clark County Detention Center, and charged with destroying property of another greater than five thousand dollars and conspiracy to destroy private property. So,
1: yeah, uh, and who knows? Yeah, who knows what he could have damaged on the outside of it or something. I'm sure it's a pain in the butt, but uh, yeah, ridiculous. But
0: ridiculous. all right. So, well, last question I had about the party, by the way. Um, was there any part of you that felt a little torn inside? You were hanging out at the F1 facility. You have not been the biggest supporter <laughs> of F1. Was there any part of you that's like, I'm going to take a stand and I'm walking out of this swanky shindigs right now because I will not be caught inter- being entertained and enjoying libations and live music and, and free gourmet meals at this horrific den of, of terribleness?
1: No, because I don't think the F1 had anything to do with it, so that's why. I, they, they're just using the building that the F1 put together, or, or or that we built for the F1. Who knows? That's why they call it the Grand Prix Plaza, not the F1 Plaza. Oh, is, any, I'm, I'm guesstimating. Hey, anybody I'm guesstimating could
0: hold a car race there. I mean, Any I'm, motherfucker
1: think... <laughs> could go there and do stuff. And it wasn't like they had any F1 cars in the bottom of it. They had mm. other cars and stuff. Now, but no, I, I, I felt no sense to go. But, you know, I will tell you one thing. Just like you mentioned earlier, the buzz in town feels a complete 180 from 100%. what it felt like when F one was here. And what's crazy is you're seeing the impact. And this is the same thing I bitched about uh before. You know, I know I bitch about the F one like show me the numbers, show me it was worth it, and then I'll stop bitching about it. Until that point, what's different now is people have come into town and people are going all through the town, eating things, buying things. They're going all over um, downtown Vegas, they're going all over the strip. They're spending money. It's not a few properties that are winning out. People said like, oh, let's just say MGM had record revenues that week. That's great. MGM did, but nobody else did. Maybe like right. one other properties. You can feel what the Super Bowl has brought to town. And so when the Super Bowl says, we think we're going to maybe do 600 to $800 million economic impact, brother, I believe it. Yep. I believe it. Like I see, I see it. Um, I see the people, and it's crazy. It's a, it's a the Chiefs and the and the Niners. But when I was leaving the Super Bowl media thing today and leaving out Mandalay Bay, I saw people repping all flavors of teams. I saw Steelers. I saw Ravens. I saw. I didn't see any Browns, unfortunately. But I get it. I get it. Uh, <laughs> You saw all kinds of fans. So, like, people came into town still repping their things because they wanted to come to Vegas to see a Super Bowl, or they just wanted to come to Vegas and get caught up in the atmosphere. Maybe they've been to other Super Bowls and realized that all this other crazy stuff goes on to the periphery because the NFL does put on a lot of um, extracurricular events throughout the week outside of just the the big game and i think a lot of people are coming and interacting with that they had that grand opening the other night that had like 20 some thousand people into Crazy. the uh Allegiant stadium they said that's like one of the biggest ever um so i mean the town's doing it right so in terms of like the the difference between what it felt for f1 and what it feels like the super bowl the town has embraced it and you feel it's spreading the money out so i have every confidence that when they say that they're going to have this huge economic impact I believe it because you see it everywhere so oh. um yeah I mean I, I'll, and I I'll, you know F1 whatever I mean it's not like I really care but you know it's just crazy that uh they promised a big thing the city bent over backward for it and they've they've never showed us anything to prove that it was worth all the trouble we went through they came in a town for the Super Bowl and the and the worst thing was they they blocked the Bellagio fountains yeah. who cares you know yeah. like a big deal it wasn't the big craziness that it, you know everything else so it's crazy dude I'm, I'm excited for it i'm i'm not i don't think this town is going to be sad if they say hey in another four years six years of like hey we're coming back yeah it I, might even be sooner than that I, new I, orleans I, I could totally see new orleans because new orleans is like one of those destination towns i think at this point super bowl should go to destination towns yep. you know there's plenty of them in america that have major sports teams um that spread the wealth around why not you know it's it's pretty darn cool you know i would love to see it back here soon so sooner rather than later it doesn't need to be two years three years but hey man in another four or five years why yeah. not man bring it I, back
0: i think we're going to be probably you know once every five years or so to be honest if i'm just guessing so uh I, i'm i'm excited for that because it so far it has been amazing and it's still building up now listen you have been living the VIP lifestyle of the NFL, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, I, saw the, I saw the swanky shindigs, I saw the party, and I was – little old me – MMA reporter. I mean, you remember Dana laid it out, right? Dana laid it out in that press conference that one time. He had the hand in the air, the NFL reporter, all the way down to where his hand was down by his knees. That's the MMA reporter,
1: the little I, piece of shit guys down the down at the end, the that's bottom, me. whatever he's me. calling that's us that, now. That,
0: that's me. The MMA. in fact, I'm barely even an MMA reporter anymore. I'm more of an MMA commentator now. So that's I don't it. even really. I, I don't know if that goes up or down from MMA reporter. I'm not really even sure. I where think that you're a that step goes. up.
1: I think you're a step up. That step, all right.
0: So, but I was feeling a little, I was feeling a little bad. You know, I see you and I'm like jealous, you know, a little FOMO over there. My guy's out here VIP and I'm like, I got a VIP too. If he's going to flex, I got to flex. So, uh, I mean, I don't want to make you jealous here, but I want to let you know that today was grand opening of a high end outlet in uh, Las Vegas, right on the strip as a matter of fact. And within the first four hours of it being open, I was there. I got my son in. You know what I mean? Yeah, so me and yeah. my kid had a little father-son time. Red carpet. man. They, hey, I can tell you this. When we walked up, they opened the door for us, and they said, Welcome in, gentlemen. You know what I mean? Like, they were representing – and that was, of course huh. – the grand what opening
1: establishment of, was this?
0: The <laughs> grand opening of Whataburger today on the Las Vegas Strip. My Texas people know. My Texas people know. <laughs> Texas people know. Uh, yes, it, it was funny. The uh, the Whataburger is now over there. Now, the, it is important to note there has been one uh, before. I think there were a handful of them before a long, long, long time ago. But they haven't been here in like 30, 40 years or something like that. They came wow. back. They're on the Strip. It's 24-7. And uh, as soon as I picked up... Uh, my son Eli from school. I I surprised him. I said, "Just jump in the car. We're going." He's like, "Where are we going?" I'm like, "Don't worry about it. Come on with me." We went down what'd there. You, what'd
1: you get? What'd I, you get? What's the, what's your Whataburger order?
0: I go I go a little bacon cheeseburger. Bacon cheeseburger, just plain meat and cheese, bread. That's all I need. Yeah. Just you know, plain and dry like that. Well, actually, I'll get a little ketchup only on there. Some of their fries and a soda. It was good. He, uh, Eli, he, they'll go crazy. He got the sweet. The, what it was—the sweet and spicy bacon cheeseburger or something—I mean, we we went out and I'm, I'm telling you, it was it was—it uh, felt like a taste of home, man. There, there, it felt like being back in Texas. So, uh, you can the- you can have your F1 paddock, my man. You didn't hit Waterburger on day one. I'm I'm forever etched in the history of the of of the, the Waterburger dude- on the Strip.
1: You're. It's funny because I was teasing John earlier. I said he's he's all about this opening nightlife because you say the Whataburger. But let me let me refresh your memory. Let me refresh your memory. I think it was opening weekend of the Sphere. You went to the Sphere. Correct. Oh all right, so that's part of that opening night life. Correct. I think in the maybe the first weekend when the Durango Resort opened up, I think you stayed out there.
0: That is correct. That is correct. <laughs> Actually we didn't stay out there at the hotel, but we did have dinner at the steakhouse. We did have dinner at the oh, okay. Steakhouse. I you said. So,
1: okay, what which you was Which was probably more
0: expensive than staying there, to be honest that's with you, by the time it was all said after after <laughs> How I was, was having it? people, oh people
1: been ra- people been raving about that. Like as for like the food place is there. The steak is the steakhouse place is one of the places where they're saying this is the this Nico's. Is where you got to go Nico's when you go is
0: there. insane. It's, it's called Nico's, which I'm assuming is named after Lorenzo's son, Nico Fertitta. Uh I don't know that oh. for a fact, but it, it would make sense. It's it's called Nico's.
1: That guy ain't never cooked for him, for nobody. He no, ain't never cooked no. for himself, probably.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's good. That's though,
1: Nico's man. private chef. They, he just made him a restaurant.
0: I'm telling you, it's it's not it's uh it's not inexpensive, but obviously it's you know. Ten minutes down the road from my house, and uh, yeah, in fact, I'm already I've already got a reservation for my birthday as well. We're going back because that place is okay. yeah, it's money. So that's the
1: one. That's that's your steakhouse that you're, you're oh, claiming. Oh
0: my goodness, man! Yeah, it's it's so. What's damn the one good. you
1: used to go to? Another one was it uh, at uh, was it the? So
0: I got a couple. I got a couple. So Oscars at the Plaza is really Oscars? good. Oscars,
1: I knew you liked Oscars. My, my but did wa- you like? Was there one at the Tower? Was there one at the Stratosphere that you liked?
0: My wife likes... It's Hugo Cellar, and it's at the Four Queens, actually. It's old school at the Four Queens. Okay. Yeah, it's really, really good there. That's old school, like... I mean, it's it's solid, but but yeah, but Nico's right down the road. I I, I highly Look recommend it. So, but yeah, so anyway, I just wanted to let you know you weren't the only one rolling the VIP. You know what <laughs> I mean? I I did that today. So, but any any of my Texas people know uh, that's you know it's I, it's it's not that I would say it's like the greatest burger ever, but you know it is good. But it's home. It's, it's home. It's a taste of home. It's home. home. Exactly I mean,
1: when they is. brought the White Castle out here, there was a line out there for a month. And so, that is not like, a good burger. That at is all. not. That is like. <laughs> Like I'm nostalgic because you know I grew up around them. You know we had them in the you know down in our city, like right downtown. I mean I live, I could walk to one, uh, but yeah, they were not great burgers. I mean like they, we call them sliders for a reason because you ate them and then they slid out your butthole the next day or something <laughs> like. <laughs> this 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 is like a proper burger place. I have heard, but because you're not the only uh, there's some I think there's uh, some other Texas people that do the media. And they've been talking about Whataburger coming as well for forever. So I kind of forgot that it was uh, coming, but it's, uh, I guess, what a good week for them to uh, open up right in the middle of Super Bowl week. So good on them.
0: They were actually, so they had actually advertised a date of like two weeks from now, but I guess what they did was kind of soft launch. Soft uh, open, yeah. Yeah, without really advertising it. They saw, and and being right in the middle of Super Bowl week, man, it was perfect. So, uh, yeah, so we rolled over there today right after school, which was nice. And, uh, yeah. It was, it was cool for my family. Like you said, it was, it was a taste of home. So, uh, listen, cool. we'll talk about the media day real quick. I mean, I, I obviously not a ton to break down, but I did I did want to say it, it was kind of funny hearing you talk about how much you were enjoying, uh, you know, kind of doing something different, changing things up, and working media It reminded me um, of, of my last weekend. If anybody does get a chance that didn't get an opportunity to, and you got some spare time, go on to USC Fight Pass and watch uh, our final CFFC Match Day event of the year. It was Campbell. Versus Appalachian State. I learned that this week. It is not Appalachian State. They call it uh, Appalachian State. So you got to present it right and uh, when you're talking about them. But uh, it was so cool because, you know, obviously I've been doing a lot more commentating lately. In fact, this week I'll be going to Philadelphia um, to do CFFC 129. And I think that basically within – I've got to do the exact math. But when this event is done, within like a five-week span, maybe six weeks for CFFC I will have commentated on a submission grappling event, a Muay Thai event, a college wrestling event, and an MMA event, which is super awesome, man. Like, I, that was one of the. I mean, it's one of the chief reasons I left my previous job was I was wanting to do more commentary. So I'm really getting into a lot of it, but it was super cool because I pulled double duty. I spent the morning working in the production truck, building all the graphics. Basically, like, I it, it's Look at me. You. That, yeah. So basically, like, I wrote all the graphics. I showed up with all the graphics that we were going to use. Like, here's what I want to lay out. Um, you know, gave them to the producer beforehand, obviously, and I was like, what do you think? Here's what I'm thinking. Here's what I want to use. I mean, obviously I'll be commentating on it, so here's what I'm thinking I want. And then I went in there, and I worked with the graphics guy, and we built all that stuff. And then, when it was lunch break, I changed into my suit, went out to the, went out to the floor, and and called the fights, and got to, like, you know, load up all those graphics that I had been building in the morning. It It was kind of funny. We were joking, like, wouldn't it be great if, uh, you know, if I was on headset and I was talking about something, like, you know, it's incredible the run that these two guys have had in the Southern Conference. Uh, Jim, if you'll pull up graphic 3250, uh, I'll Shut show you. Shut up, you, you <laughs> no, did not, did no, you? no, we were joking, uh, though. Like, would, uh, would, would that not be hilarious, like, on headset? That would have like,
1: absolutely ridiculous. Call but that would have worked, worked out. That would have worked that, out. Would that You're be like, great? I'm pretty sure we have a graphic that shows this, yeah. uh,
0: guys. <laughs> because <laughs> I built it earlier today. So I built nah. it. But it was so cool, man, to be at this stage of my career and learning like a totally new skill and, and being a part of that and you know we've talked a little bit about the production work i've done i really do enjoy it but to get to do both in one day uh was awesome and this this event was amazing uh tay gadiali had been talking trash leading up to it and it's kind of like a controversial thing in college wrestling because it's like well this is sport built on respect and you know you 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 know as soon as the match is over it's just a quick handshake and get off the mat don't celebrate And he was like, he's kind of a fan of MMA and a fan of like, you know, selling. He's like, he said it. He's like, dude, we need to sell this sport. It's a great sport, but we gotta sell it. And people like this stuff. Our fans like it. The 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 fans at Campbell like showed up with like signs, uh, trash talking the other coach, and just I mean, they they made it an environment. And uh and Tay you know came in and delivered in in the in the final bout, and then he's you know cheering and. He was. Uh, I mean, it just—it's it's a scene. You gotta check it out. So if you get a chance to go watch it, uh, check it out. It was not obviously MMA is not my. Uh, you know, MMA is my forte. College wrestling isn't, but I'm, but I'm learning about it. But uh, getting through both roles was uh, was super cool in one day. So that's very cool. That's yeah. unique.
1: That's so cool. That's funny that you're even built starting to build out graphics and stuff yep. too. So you were helping. You were putting it together. You weren't actually building them on the machine. You had somebody else that was actually building them. Correct. But you were but, telling them the text and stuff. And exactly. Sort of but.
0: That's the next step. So I'm learning. I'm yeah. learning. I'm learning expression, uh, which is uh, uh, kind that's of That's legit, dude. It's yeah. legit. And that's, and I'm, a, that's and some I'm, truck shit. I'm actually that's loving cool. it. We're, we're actually, uh, yeah, we're we're actually working on it now. Um, you know, a lot of behind the scenes stuff. But yeah, I'll actually, I'm, I'm actually gonna get some training on that. I I really enjoy it. I know it's weird. Like yeah. I guess because like, I don't know. In a lot of ways, it's kind of like you know. Making a video or writing yeah. a story and embedding 100%. photos, like a website, creating something. You know what I mean? like, I really mm-hmm. – I've really enjoyed the hell of it. I'm so happy I've had the chance to do it. And, yeah, I want to actually learn the full expression. So because what's happening was, yeah, I'm working with the graphics guy, and I'm telling him, like, look, here's what I envision, uh, and, I, you know, here's what I, th- I see in our package. You know, can you put this here? And then he'll build it. And I'll be like, yeah, but can you change that and move this here? Can you switch that? And, like, but I want to learn it all so I can just, like, do it all have it ready to go and then be like, All right, I'm heading back out now. I'm gonna call the fights and uh, just just dial up my graphics as I built them, please. You know what yeah, I mean? just
1: to do do a jack of all trades when you go there. And and it just helps for the day. You finally transition out of doing reporter work. You know, you're just doing straight commentary and production truck stuff. Then when the NFL comes out here and they need a guy that can work that knows how to do expression for the truck, you can say, Hey,
0: I got I'm you I'm that guy. I'm I got that you. Guy. <laughs> it's funny, man. I I uh, That's cool.
1: That's that's legit, man. That's That's funny, uh, man. That's very cool. Very, very I'm, cool.
0: I'm really enjoying it. All right. Uh look, I guess the big news is of the day. I mean, you mentioned it, Dana uh, being over there in the in the media day. I mean, yeah. I think the biggest headlines coming out of it are the fact that we still don't know what the hell Conor McGregor is going to do. Um, I was, to be honest with you, I, I mean, obviously we're kind of running out of time on it, but I was convinced that they were still going to find a way to pull this thing off at 300. You know, that was going to kind of be the rabbit out of the hat. Um, you know, I I, I really believe they were going to be able to get it done. Um, that doesn't appear to be the case. Now International Fight Week doesn't even appear to be the case. And now he's saying fall – Hopefully, um, gosh, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I, you know, there's been a lot of people that I've talked to along the way that have been like, Conor McGregor's never fighting again. Conor McGregor's never fighting again, and I'm like, you guys are wrong, he is, and I'm still, I still think they're wrong, and I still think he is, but the more this stuff gets delayed and pushed back, and it's not happening. You start to wonder, right? Or at least I am. Are you starting to wonder? Like, is it possible that the dude I mean, just doesn't want to do it anymore?
1: I could see that. I mean, but I mean, the guy's doing movies. The guy's still making tons of money. The other stuff. But I mean, when you see the stuff where he's actually in the gym training, it's hard to like just think that he's doing that to stay in shape. You know, right. like you got to think that he's trying to do that to to sharpen the skill set. You know, and you know, and, and kind of get the the iron warmed up again. And uh, I mean, maybe he. Maybe we hope and assume that that's happening on a regular basis. Maybe it's not. But when you saw some of the stuff that I I think that made it over to the Mac life, he looked good. I mean, he didn't look like a guy that hadn't thrown a punch. In six months, you know, definitely looked like a guy that wasn't worried about a weight cut at any point. He was still (laughs) jacked and huge, you know. He he looked ginormous in there and was kind of manhandling the dude. And you often you see other people that are always like, does he tell these people to not punch back? Because he always just looks like he's overpowering them. I was like, that's part of it a little bit. Sometimes I just want a guy to get in there and let him give him work, you know. Um, But when I see stuff like that, I I have to believe and think that he's eventually trying to get back in there and – Maybe the timetables just doesn't really quite work out to the whole, um, you know, he's got other irons in the fire, you know, maybe some of the dates. And then maybe it's what's working out with Chandler. The main thing I worry about Chandler, you know, you look at Chandler yes. hasn't fought since November of 2022. And now if we say, OK, well, if it's not going to be, in, you know, uh, in April and it doesn't look like it's going to be in June or July and now we're talking about August or September, before you know it, it's going to be two years since the dude's fought, you know, and is that what Conor wants? Is is this Conor kind of stringing him along a little bit and then he gets the fight at a bigger weight class? So then you got a guy that hasn't been fighting um, actively, so he's maybe lost his edge a little bit. And then he's going up to a bigger weight class against a guy that's ginormous that's going to be cutting to get to this weight class Um it, it, it certainly feels like he's padding in his direction, and maybe that's part of it. Maybe he's not happy with how he feels when he's getting rounds in the training, in the gym, that he's like, I need a little bit more time. Like, Dan, I need to stall a little bit, but, you know, we're going to play this game, and I'm going to be like, hey, why can't I have my fight? Why can't I have my fight? But, you know, he's like, bro, I'm just still really not ready yet. You know, he still hasn't done the six months of testing yet. I don't I have I, I had... I, if I would have thought about it, I would have pulled up to see if there's any more records of uh fights. I'm sorry, of tests um on the UFC side. I think the last time I saw there was two. Was it three? Or I think two. It's been stuck at a number for a while, but I haven't right. looked, so I'm not sure if that number's increased. Um I do believe it's gonna happen. I I believe he he's gotta have at least one more fight into him. Then depending on where we see from that, you know, maybe then he decides like Losing is not good for me, Um, but I think he has a great chance of beating Michael Chandler, and I think he's doing all the right things to make that happen by making Michael wait longer and longer and longer, put it at a weight class that puts Chandler at a at a disadvantage, Mm -hmm. and uh, I mean Conor's just big, but I mean I think he's just gotta he's just gotta I think once he's ready and he feels like he can go five rounds at a heavy pace against a guy that has like sort of a wrestler style and he feels good. I think, I think it's just a matter of then the fight could happen. You know, I mean, it's all in Connor's court at this point. Um, I know he wants to try to get earlier, but, you have to clear the six months. So April was going to be it anyways. And then when it came down to June or July, I'm sure there's probably something else outside of fighting that is causing an issue that they can't get around. Well, Cause it certainly what's... doesn't seem like it's anything on Chandler's side. Chandler, if you told him the fight was tomorrow, he'd be like, cool, screw the testing. We don't even need it. And he's been saying that from day one. So you have to think that it's either a dollar amount that that's trying to happen from Connor and the UFC, or it's just a matter of, um, connor's not feeling completely ready yet and uh maybe wants a little bit more time but it's it's certainly between the ufc and connor to make this happen
0: it sounds like there's definitely some contract discussions at play and 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 as you said the dollar figures and trying to get that all worked out but it is interesting right because really if you think about it i think connor's trying to take a page from the ufc's book right because connor's just like i don't know i'm ready they won't give me a call like as if, like, the two haven't been in extensive conversations. Like, he's just sitting – like, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I double-checked to yeah. make sure they got the right phone number. I'm like, uh, you know what I mean? Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's I, not I, like you
1: know. Dana said, like, I can't get a hold of Connor. <laughs> yeah, like, like <laughs> he says they talk all the time. You know, it's, it's like, like- –
0: it's like he's uh, taking but it's like they're taking a page from that book, right? You know, 'cause you know, sometimes Daniel will be like, Well, he just didn't want to fight you know what I mean? Well, what he means is people didn't want to you know, he didn't agree to those terms or he didn't want to do it for this money, or he didn't want to do it you know, and and so it feels like Connor's trying to do the same thing where it's like you know, he doesn't agree to terms, but instead of saying, like, well, they've offered me something, but I'm not really on board with it, it's just like, I don't know, man. I'm just waiting for him to call me and tell me. Well, no, you're waiting for him to call you with the number that you want. You're waiting for him to call you with the terms that you want. But the way they phrase it, it's, it's a little bit of posturing. So it's interesting. Yeah. I, I do agree with you. I it's going to happen. I've stood adamant that he's going to fight again, even with all the people yep. that said he's not. I, and even with these changes, I still do. But you do start wondering, and you touched on it, man, at some point. And I know Michael Chandler says, "Hey, it's worth the wait." And I know Michael Chandler has said, "Hey, man, I got other business things going on. Like I got, I, I got, I'm making money in other places." And and you know, he even said, "I valued this time off because I have had more time with my family, and I've been a more present father, and I've been a more present husband, and I value this time." And I and I believe he really means that. You know, that I got to take my foot off the gas a little bit, and I got to kind of reorganize some things in my life, and, and I'm cool with it. But man, at some point, if you're Michael Chandler. You gotta cut bait, right, and be like, dude, you know what, man? If I was gonna make five million to fight, you know, Conor, and I'm gonna make one million to fight somebody else, well, one million is better than zero. I mean, it, I I think. I mean, I don't know. Is that dumb business? To, that at some point you cut bait and you and you don't wait on the big check anymore because you're no longer, you know, what is it? The the, the bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. You know what I mean? Is it is it, is it dumb business to think that way and, and to just keep holding out forever because i don't know man i feel like at some point you got to be like i don't know what's up with this dude i've waited two years it's time for me to move on
1: you would think if if money was an issue that he has to at some point at some point you can only wait so long before you have to provide for your family i mean you get it yep. i mean when you're the I, more than i don't know what the situation is in the household i believe he's pretty much the sole provider of that yep. household at some point, he's you know enough's enough. But you got you got to set the pride aside. But I mean, I think he realizes that pay payday is going to be better than any other regular his contract fights going to be. But honestly, I can see if say he takes a fight because he has to. Connor, being the, the little trickster that he is, if Chandler loses, Connor easily could be like, "Why do I want to take that fight anymore?"
0: Oh, he'd be You're out. Bummed. He, 100% You're bum. hundred percent. You're bum. You're bummed. You
1: lost. You know, and it's, so it's like he can't risk. I would say keep holding out because Connor's into it. He seems into it. Like Connor's saying all the things, you see saying all those things. I mean, it, it can't be much longer. I would say hold out again. If it doesn't happen this year, then yes, brother. If you don't have things to where you don't, you need to fight again, then fight. But at this point, we're in this year. You, it looks like now it, he was willing to wait, whatever, and it looks like it's not going to happen in April. It's not going to happen in June, July, but if fall looks the good thing. And and he's willing to wait. You might as well just say, "I'm willing to wait out this year." If he has the the money in the bank to do it, but after this year, then enough's enough. I would say at that point, you can't you can't hold your, your unless you don't need to fight. I I mean I think we've said this before on some of these cats that that do, have done the right thing. I think Chandler enjoys fighting. I think he enjoys the rush of it. But I I think he enjoy he's also a smart cat that understands. If he doesn't need to take the damage upon his body, why would I go in there and just fight somebody um, that's not going to be possibly the biggest thing of his his life? If he was willing to just go in there and fight anybody, I think we would have already seen. I think he's making the idea in his head that if he gets this big fight from Conor, that, maybe that'll be it you know, maybe if he, if that's big enough that he's like, Hey, I just sat out the last two years of my life. This was great. I'm glad to get this win. This is, this is that bucket list one. I wanted to get this is that head on the, on the wall that I really wanted to now I'm going to go spend the time with my growing, my family, my, my sons are getting older. I want to play with them. You know, I've been kind of, you know, I mean, maybe he's enjoying the time that he's had with them now because he hasn't been stuck in fight camps or whatever, but, um, I would say at this point he's prob I would be willing to wait out this year because um it's going to be that good and if he loses Connor's going to just shit on him and not 100%. give him the fight. No, he'd be done. It's not worth the risk, you know. It was
0: it was funny as you as you were laying that all out what came to my mind, you know, I, I said that old that old phrase, you know, a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush, but it's a it, it came to my mind, but it's a bird in the hand worth 10 in the bush because it's you know what i mean like this is yeah this is the fight it's not you know that yeah. that saying is hey take what's guaranteed because you're not necessarily guaranteed because it's a little bit more of something else yeah. but this yeah. is the fight you know what i mean this is yeah. this is the red panty night right
1: yeah because especially i mean if, it, if he's getting points for it or something yeah it's it's a night and day from from whatever his contract it's is true. say his contract was even a flat five hundred thousand dollars i don't know what it is that's still pale in comparison to one percentage point mm-hmm. uh, of these things. I mean, like it's pretty ridiculous because if he gets his fight purse and one percentage, all of little extra stuff. Um, and again, that just makes me think that if he was really in his mind thinking, I have to, I, I have this idea of, I want to hit a certain amount of fights before I finally retire. Um, then then I could walk away. Then I could see where maybe he's like, okay, do I do I keep waiting? Do I keep waiting? I think now in his head, he's probably thinking, you know, let me at least get this this red panty night that I've I've heard and seen and seen this life-changing money. And then I don't envision he's gonna be around much longer. I mean, he's he's done all he needs to do for a career. Why not get the biggest name in the sport? on the you know on the opposite side of the cage and then have a good night and then possibly walk away you know a richer man and have still have his wits in his body we've seen tons of guys that have have went way too long in this game and now are um unfortunately reaping the the benefits of all that damage on their body and all the you know the wear and tear on their on their brains um the guy still seems like he has got his shit together, man. Like he he he's taking care of his money. I think he has multiple, you know, sort of little business ventures going off to the side. I think he just wants one big last one, and that's why he's been willing to sit out because the UFC and and Conor keeps saying the right things. If Conor stopped at some point when when we didn't get the fight right after the 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 coaching ended, and Conor was like, "eh, it was fun for a while. I moved on to bigger things." Then maybe we would have seen Chandler maybe fight again, but honestly, I don't know. I mean, the only when I hear Chandler talk about fighting, it's only Connor. I hear him not interested. He's, he hasn't said anybody interests him at all. So in my mind, I think he's got one more fight in his head. Depending on how this goes, unless say he wins, Connor's like, "No, we're running it back." Well, of course, dude's gonna fight again. I just see that this is this is the final fight that Chandler's been waiting for because of financially, but also the dude's already done so much uh in that sport uh he's already established himself as one of the the best that's done it you know so why why prolong it i mean he's he's got he's got everything that most fighters fight to reach to he's established all that stuff so why keep bringing that damage unless you're just love it and i don't think we're hearing from him saying like i just can't wait to get in there and smash dude's faces like that's not it he's just trying to provide for his family and so he wants this one big last fight. So I think he's willing to wait out this year. And if he doesn't get it, then maybe, or maybe just say, that's it, you know? Because then at that point, he's established so that he can survive for two years without fighting. He's probably pretty well off to the fact where he can just <laughs> okay. stay not fighting. Do it okay. You know? So. Well, it will
0: certainly be worth monitoring to say the least. And boy, I still the interested to see what they come up with for UFC 300 because. Uh, it's a it, look it's a phenomenal card. It's a fantastic card. But yeah, the opener
1: that what was he saying? Figgy and Garbrandt. Was that and already and on? the Yeah, Garbrandt sheet?
0: is fight number 1. Yeah, that's, that's fight crazy. number 1. That's that's amazing. That'll, that's that'll a, set that's the Ape- tone. That's an Apex well,
1: as people like to shit on Apex. That's an Apex headliner 100%, easily. I mean, that can mean a headliner on maybe a, another fight night not in the Apex. I mean, that's a huge fight. That's it, a huge fight.
0: It really is. So, uh looking forward to that. But it does need that marquee something at the top of the bill to make yeah. it 300. There's no question about it. But I mean, anybody that's anybody that's shitting on the card, like I'm sorry, you're just being a hater. The card is phenomenal. But I do agree for it to be, you know, UFC 300. It needs that little. Mm, it needs that little something at the top where you go, okay, yeah, you know. And I think Connor would have provided yeah. that. Um we'll yeah. see.
1: Now it's just like, well, what is it going to be? What's we'll left? What's possibly left?
0: I, I think. I mean, if if it's if it's Driggs and Easy. Uh, easy is he i mean if it's easy e if drink is an easy e i mean if easy that comes would be back
1: something that from would be the grave
0: and he's fighting middleweight <laughs> and he's and he's singing uh prime nwa songs as he does it like i i'm in i'm, I'm that's ufc 300 worthy right there i'm like we want easy i mean you know that would be, but if it's Iz, Izzy, would also be acceptable as well. Izzy, yeah, would I also suppose. Is so. I would close, prefer close I, second. I think easy <laughs> would be more spectacular, but Izzy would be would be good as well. Uh, all right, UFC Fight Night 236 uh, is uh, is this weekend. Uh, you know, listen, media day today was a small one. Like you said, I was there. There was probably only about five, six seven media members there, but there were – there. I mean, obviously, Super Bowl media was going on, and a lot of people like yourself were pulling double duty, uh, yeah. so it was a, a little bit smaller one. Um, but certainly some intriguing ones along the way. Joe Pfeiffer, I, I encourage people to go watch uh, the video of Joe Pfeiffer. Um, obviously, he's, he's great on the mic, um, and yeah. he was great on the mic once again today. Um, listen, he lays it out there, man. He just said, look and, – and he even said it. He's like, look – I'm just saying what I feel and if this backfires I'm gonna I understand people are gonna be laughing at me and gonna make a meme out of me and, and whatever else. He's like, But I gotta be honest with you. He's like, I just don't see how this guy hurts me. He's like, I don't yeah. I don't see his grappling, uh I, he's like I think there's a massive speed difference that you're gonna see. He's like I think I there's a massive power difference that you're that you're certainly gonna see and he's like, I just don't see how this dude hurts me and so therefore uh, you know, I, I think I get it done in pretty spectacular fashion. Uh, you know, meanwhile Hermanson obviously sees things a little bit different, as you would imagine. Yeah. And, and he said, <laughs> and he says, look, I just, you know, and, and and Hermanson, look, he did say, look, I think Piper's a dangerous dude. There's no question about it. He's like, but he's like, look, I've I've been here, I've done this. You know what I mean? Like, I see this. You know, these guys. You know, everybody gets behind the new kid. You know, this is the guy. Oh, oh, my God. Look at this guy. He's the guy. And then, you know, they slip up and they and they learn, okay, wait a minute. The levels are a little bit different than I thought they were. I wasn't quite ready for where I thought I was, et cetera, et cetera. I mean, this sport is hard to do. Jack actually did say something, too, about uh, – I was asking about uh, – we were talking about the middleweight division, how much has changed, because he's been out for over a year, and, like, the way the belt is, has, you know, changed hands and that sort of thing and whatever. And he was actually talking about the fact he's like – I think, and I, and I honestly don't disagree with them because we were talking about like the long reigns of like Anderson Silva and George St. Pierre, Demetrius Johnson, and, you know, even John Jones. And he's like, man, he's like, I just feel like MMA is in a place now where like the level is so high that I just don't think we're gonna see like incredibly long reigning champions in any division anymore. And I was like, you know what? I think you're kind of right, to be honest with you, man. It's it's just so yeah. hard now. The sports just better and better. But uh, but anyway, um, you know, stats kind of laid out. But I, I think it's where I mean, Jack Hermanson. He's Jack Hermanson. He's not going to be uh, disrespectful. You know, I mean, he's a good dude. Uh, but you know, he's not. He's not. Yeah, gonna he's always you. been
1: pre- very polite. You know, I'm, I don't. I can't think of anybody off the top of my head that. He was up there, you know, raging over, you yeah. know, ever. You know? He's not going to
0: give any soundbites. Piper, yeah, worth worth listening to. He's gonna, he he did give some soundbites. Like I said, he just laid it out. He's like, look, I am, uh, I I just don't, I, and I love it. He's like, I just don't see how this guy's gonna hurt me. Maybe I'll come back and bite me in the ass, but I just don't see how this guy's gonna. So hurt where are you me. leaning?
1: Where are you uh, leaning? I, I do After like being in the room, feeling the energy, seeing both of them how they look. Where where you where you leaning?
0: Piper's a big, strong dude, and he yeah. is just he is just full of of energy right now confidence brimming uh um, yeah. you know he's got the he's he, he he's got the chip on his shoulder you know what i mean it's he, it's he, he's like man i know everybody doubts me and he's like well really i don't get too many negative messages like mostly it's support but still i know nobody believes me where i came <laughs> from you know, he's just got that chip on his shoulder he's just got that yeah. drive you know what i mean and uh yeah i, I do like Pfeiffer in this one. I, I, her man crafty he's got tricks but um man, Pfeiffer just one shot over five rounds, and, and yeah. that can change everything. So yeah,
1: and I'm I'm leaning towards Piper as well. I will say, um, uh, I, I was gonna bring it up to you because it's funny. Uh, I asked you that because remember when we were uh, trying to pick for the Imavov and uh, Dalidze fight, I had initially picked Imavov, and I and I was talking with you guys. You guys are nah, man. Dalidze, man, nobody's ever. But blah, blah. I was like, you guys, I think you guys are right. So I swapped my pick night, I was like, why did I listen to J-Mo and them? I should have kept my original pick. Gosh,
0: Delize was flat, uh, man. Delize
1: did not look like what we thought we were going to see no. in that fight. I don't know what was going on. It's
0: not, And it's weird, yeah, because I haven't talked to you since then. It's not that uh, Imabov – I mean, not it, – cert- it's so weird because I don't want to take away from Imabov. Like, I mean, he fought a great fight, right? But Delize yeah. was just – flat i don't know it just yeah. i mean and again maybe you know in the and a half episode i was talking about maybe it's just the fact that he did get rocked early on and from there he was on cruise control because yeah. if that's the he case did get rocked He did yeah, get rocked that's and if that's the case if it's like if it's you know if you talk to him now and he's basically like gonna be honest with you bro don't remember anything after the first round like i don't recall being in there yeah. i don't know what <laughs> happened then you would be like oh well oh, okay yeah, that makes that, sense yeah, yeah you were sense. fighting on instinct for 20 minutes. Like, I yeah. get it. That makes sense. That's why you didn't do anything that you probably should have done. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, you're That's right. funny. But,
1: but yeah, because it was thinking about it. I was like, I'm going to ask Morgan. I was like, but regardless of what he says, I'm sticking with my Piper pick. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I, I they, they, they swayed me last week. But, yeah, I, I, I just like, think Joe, man, he's got power, man. I think we're seeing his hand. And and we've seen like, when the dude gets people down on the ground, man, he's just uh, uh very, very impressive. And Hermanson, while he is good – um, on the ground as well I mean like it's about his hands and man I'm interested to see um, the battle of the the, the stand-up game because yeah I, I think Piper he said it right people doubt that he has actually like the power and the skills and I think this is the perfect matchup to, to show it and I hate to call it, Manson like a, a gatekeeper but at this point you know this is one of those guys that if a guy is trying to prove himself as being something that's worth being in the top 10 you got to get through him. And you I think this is going to be the one that's going to show it. So I agree. Big um, he's moment. either going to be Joe Pfeiffer or he's just going to be Joe Pfeiffer. And I'm thinking he's going to be Joe Pfeiffer on that night. So well, I think he we'll definitely see.
0: can. I'm excited for it. Big big breakout opportunity for him, as you and said. And Elon
1: Musk is going to be there. So, you know, everybody's going to be trying to show up. Did you see that? No. Supposedly, is he that everybody's really? saying that Elon supposedly uh, went out. That he says that Elon Musk's going to be up in the crib uh, on uh, Saturday. So. People are going to be showing out. It's going to be nuts, I man. Like, and and that just goes with. We knew that there's going to be some celebrities and people coming in town. But from what I'm hearing, yeah, and I think Junkie wrote something about it. I'm not sure where they got the word from it, but yeah, I'm hearing that Elon's supposed to be there. Um, some other people I'm sure are going to be in town. You know, um, with the Super Bowl and people trying to come out and, and see the. Uh, the UFC stuff, and I guarantee none of them are going to be sad and bitching about it being at the Apex. They're going to be glad that they're on fights on Saturday night, and that they're going to be in some quaint little uh, nice little setting, um, and the fighters are going to love it. And I guarantee just like when we uh, we weren't there, even the fighters that fought in that empty-ass space when it was just uh, Zuckerberg said there was something about... Fighting in front of, like, one of these names that you hear that's, like, moving the world around. Yep. Elon Musk is one of those cats, man. So, I think these fighters are going to go out there and um, probably have butterflies. Just knowing that there's him and probably NFL athletes and legends out there. I wouldn't be surprised if Marino's up in the – in the, out there. And who knows who else might be out there. I'm sure McAfee might be out there. Um, i tell
0: you what. I, I – so – as it stands right now, I will not be there on Saturday night. I'm hoping I can change it. The flight's back, and it, it, clearly, obviously, because it's the Saturday night before Super Bowl. The morning, yeah. the morning flight. So I'm I leave tomorrow for Philadelphia. We're doing CFFC 129, two title fights. Should be a fun card. I don't know if you nice. got to see this. You've been busy. CM Punk is hurt, so he's getting uh, surgery. So he's going to be out. I think he's actually. I don't know if he already had it. He's getting it sometime this week. So I know he felt bad, but he can't be there. So. We got together. Sorry, right.
1: dude. Get your arm. Get your arm yeah, settled.
0: <laughs> get, get Exactly. Get your arm settled so you can get back. Uh, so we got together and we we're like, who can we bring in? And uh, we settled on the name Hinato Money Moicano. I did. See is that. going to be on the mic. <laughs> it's just me and Moicano. Oh my and, god. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm anxious to see. Hey, you.
1: I support I support our blue our boys in blue. You know. Uh. You know. I I support our police force and our future police force. Dude, if he he's been. On fire on the mic, yep. and, I, and and I don't anticipate that he's going to be anything but the 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 best professional on that night. He understands the, you know, when you get an opportunity like that, don't don't be up there and just talk random shit just because you have a mic. You know, some of the stuff that he's been saying, he's been really really good about getting out there and making a point to really say some amazing shit when he gets on the mic. So I think it's going to be fantastic. And you guys have always had a good chemistry. Yeah. Even when he walked back, I saw your video when he left the cage. He like practically walked straight into your like your yeah. camera because he wanted to like chat with you. So I know you guys have always had a good rapport. So that 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 bodes well for uh, the fight night yeah, there think, as well. So
0: I think it'd be a lot of fun. So then, so flying back on uh, Saturday for the fights, the morning flights. A lot of time. I mean, last week I did the same thing. I came from North Carolina. I took the morning flight and I made it back in time. The morning flights into Vegas were insanely expensive, which I'm sure is just really? because. Last-second people coming in yeah. to party the night four, so so yeah, I had to take a PM flight, but uh, I'm hoping that maybe I can do like one of those, you know, uh, same-day changes or whatever, those last-second changes and, and and make it back early. So if I can be there, I will be there. Um, I probably won't, if I'm being honest. Uh, just just based on I <laughs> mean, again. That People commentary life,
1: man. That full-time commentary that life. That
0: full-time commentary life, part-time, checking in. Hey, yeah. John
1: Anikbear, watch out. <laughs> coming for him. Watch hey. out, brother.
0: Uh, I'll <laughs> still have the and a half over there uh, afterwards. I'll watch the f- uh, the fights on the plane home if that's the case. And uh, for everybody that supports us over at patreon.com slash the MMA Roadshow, I'll definitely still deliver on that. Co-main event, Danny and Andre Feely. Should be a lot of fun. As you know, of course, good. those guys were nothing but respect towards each other today. But both of them said, got all the love in the world, but – It stops when we close that door because we got to get down to business. A funny one was Michael Johnson and Darius Flowers. Uh, Interesting because Darius Flowers, he's making his second UFC walk. Michael Johnson's making his 28th UFC walk, and they're going against each other. Um, But Darius was actually pretty funny. He was talking about that him and Michael Johnson actually had a pretty cordial relationship uh, until they signed to fight. And then Michael Johnson blocked him on Instagram, which I think Michael Johnson kind of does that with any of his opponents. I just don't think he likes to see anything about his opponent or whatever, like when he's getting ready for him. But Darius was like – Oh, so now you think what? We're going to fight, and then afterwards you're going to unblock me, and we're going to be cool? Like, no, nah, fuck you. And I was just like, okay, all right. So he's like, he's like, I mean, it's not personal or nothing. He's like, it's all business for me, but, you know, you're going to block me. not personal,
1: though. I know, Sound right? Personal. I know. He's
0: like, oh, you, so we sign a battle agreement, and you're going to feel some kind of way? He was like, okay. And I was like, well, do you feel some kind of way? Oh, no, no, no. It's all just business for me. I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> Uh-huh, I oh, can okay. tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Totally. Okay. Hey, you know what that So reminds You're going to block of-
1: him. He's going to unblock you and you're just going to block him cuz it's just business. You're going to re-block yeah. him no, back t- t- just cuz it's business.
0: It, it reminded me of like uh it reminded me like when uh when I'm like talking to my wife, I'm like, "Are you, are you okay with it?" Oh, yeah. No, no. No, yeah. No, it's fine. Yeah, no, I'm not ups- I'm not upset at all about what about your decision making last night. Like, "No, no, no. I'm you're good, you know?" Yeah. She's, you're
1: she's, most certainly not good yeah, yeah yeah
0: no 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 everything's fine everything's good no don't worry you're worried about it no, I'm good. no everything's good I'm good no no quit asking me that's
1: funny because I mean like yeah I mean you're talking about Michael Johnson's work I feel like we watched him grow up oh, yeah. in front of us I mean like I remember when he first came to the UFC he was still just a young pup man yep. like it's crazy he's 37 and we've been watching let's see his UFC debut oh my lord ultimate fighter C- well that was ultimate that was still when they did exhibitions in 2010 well yep Holy we've been cow. watching the
0: man for 13 years dude that's crazy that's for
1: crazy yeah, we, that's we literally have watched him grow up i He's actually good. i think i picked johnson in our sap- Granted, our, we don't normally pick like our picks never go below the main card but um we end up picking the whole fight card but i think i picked johnson on this one i think this is one of those ones where we we might see that vintage uh johnson cause especially maybe in this case like you said if they if they've been cordial and they kind of maybe have a little knowledge of each other we're not going to see he's not going to go in there any intim- intimidated maybe we'll we'll see those glimpses i mean he's getting he's getting long in the tooth i guess for what a 37 year old could be or a 38 year old but just it's just because that that many fights man at some point you know your body's going to start showing it but i feel like this is one of those ones i don't know maybe i'm still just a homer for him because i feel like I, I've been watching him my whole I, career, my well, whole involvement with like the UFC. I feel like I I remember when he came on, and I was just so, I loved his story, and uh, I've always been a fan of his. So maybe that's just me. Um, maybe i just biased towards if him. If you
0: <laughs> cover somebody's career closely, and I don't mean just you watch them fight and you're right, but when you're literally interviewing them you know, routinely for over a decade – you're yeah. going to cheer for them. Like you just yeah, can't help it's it. It's kinda you know hard I mean? you're not like, to, I guess, right? We're just, only humans. Just, yeah, you're just human. We're like, I've been seeing this dude as you said, we've watched him grow up, he's watched us grow old. You know, we yeah. know each other. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> we know each other. So
1: I didn't have all the grades I got on me now. He's like, I remember <laughs>
0: you. You were a younger man. You got all
1: old right. now. Look at you. You're all old now.
0: <laughs> so funny. All right, listen. Uh, all right, uh, yeah. Busy week. It's it's been a busy week. It's going to continue to be a busy week. I'm uh, like I said. I, hopefully, I'll make it back for the fights. I probably won't unless I can get a last second flight change. But uh, meanwhile, you are going to continue with your Super Bowl coverage before you shift two more over. days. So you get, Tomo- you get to oh, live no, the high more day, life.
1: One more day. Tomorrow's live the my high last life day. for
0: one more day, and then step on down <laughs> all the way down. It's been, down. It, you know,
1: I'm the first one to say that, man. Just doing enough of a UFC event and then just doing my regular work, I f- I'm fine with that. Just being a work week, like that's enough. And then throw three days of Super Bowl radio row stuff and other stuff going on. Um, it's a bit much, but honestly, if it, it, I, it's been pretty energizing just being around the environment. It, I say that now because it's my only one. If this was like a regular thing, I might be like, "Okay, I'm over this stuff," like really quickly. But right now, it's been it's been a blast. So yeah, there will be that moments tomorrow when it's the last day of working with some of the uh, my USA Today cohorts that I don't ever see. There'll be a little sadness. There'll be a little yep. sadness because it's been kind of fun to be part of the bigger whole that is our organiz- our uh, you know organization. Um, but um, yeah, it's been fun, man. I, I haven't. I, I love the fact that it's been pretty much nonstop. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Let's do this Saturday, fight night, and then Sunday, I will have my day of rest. But That's let's awesome. go, baby. I've been I'm stoked, man. I'm enjoying this week, man. That's it's cool. it's pretty cool, man. And uh yeah, I'll be ready. Uh Friday, I'll be there doing the weigh-ins. We'll be streaming on the junkie. I'll be I'll be psyched to get back in this, watching these dudes face off back in my area. Because I see all these other athletes. And I'm like, I don't know who any of you you are. But I'll get back <laughs> hey, in there Friday when I they're all half you. naked. They're half <laughs> naked in their underwear. And I'm like, I recognize that birthmark on you, son. What's
0: up? <laughs> It's like, how do you recognize these athletes with all their clothes on? This is weird. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> That's so wrong, but oh, it's so man. true.
1: So it's true. so true. Oh man. It's That's ridiculous. Great. But awesome. yeah, I mean it's I'm looking forward to it. Man. Yeah, this week's been fun, man. It's it's been a lot of work, but dude, I'm I'm really, really enjoying it, so I love uh, it. Yeah, let's go. It's
0: it's, it's <laughs> funny with some with some new things in our life can do, man, and, and a little break in the routine is awesome. So, well, cool, man. We well, enjoy the rest of your Super Bowl coverage. Uh, enjoy that fight night coverage. I'll probably be watching from a plane if I can make it into the apex. I will. Uh, if not, I will catch up with everybody over at patreoncom slash Show. And then, of course. We'll get together again next week and continue it like we always do. When it's back to a non Super Bowl week and, oh, it's a pay per view week, then we get into big pay per view and oh. we'll be together. And, uh, and, and I think we're both going to make it out to Anaheim. Uh, so maybe we do yes. something on. Uh, I know that we both uh are going in on thursday thursday yeah we'll be out there
1: thursday i'm gonna miss the media day with some friends in town uh and i'm leaving out first thing thursday so i'll be there thursday morning
0: i'm actually so it's funny because i'm 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 because i'm just doing it on my own i'm going down just for uh the press conference too so maybe we'll talk maybe maybe we push back a day so that that we're so that we can both do it like from the ground in Anaheim, you know what I mean. On is Thursday that a, night, yeah, 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 may, yeah. maybe somewhere around that. Like maybe after the press conference or something like that, so we can actually have something to talk about. We'll figure it out. We'll we'll get all that scheduled. it will be
1: related. good to be together on the road instead of like you on the road, me at home, which is fine. I do like yeah. staying home, but I yeah. mean it'd be cool because we'll it'd be actually a the road MMA show, road, road show
0: from the road. <laughs> uh, maybe a day late. We'll figure that all out. We'll deliver it to you. In the meantime, everybody enjoy the fights. Enjoy Super Bowl, man. Obviously, it's always a fun. Fun Sunday, as I said, I believe the quintessential American sporting event, so hopefully everybody enjoys it. And more than anything, of course, thanks for listening.